it's so important to notice and to be aware of our upper limits because otherwise, if I wasn't aware, I would have just self-sabotaged. I would have not looked at my DMs. I wouldn't have been able to engage. I wouldn't have been able to receive. I would have energetically blocked off myself from receiving more and that's self-sabotage. Welcome to the Expansive Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Lambert, and it's my goal to help heart-centered and soulful entrepreneurs build wildly successful online businesses while pushing their edges, growing their leadership and influence, and becoming the best versions of themselves. I have built three six-figure businesses in three years while raising two young kids, and I've mentored hundreds of women across many different industries to do the same. Together, we will grow through expansive conversations that activate and shift us on a cellular level so that we can achieve our biggest goals and leave our mark on this world. I'm so happy to have you here. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Expansive Entrepreneur Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about self-sabotage and with that, our upper limits. Often we are the ones who are creating the problem. We think that things aren't working, but it's that we are blocking ourselves in so many different ways. And a conversation that's really important to have around this is understanding our own upper limits. And if you've read the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, he talks all about that in this book. And we're going to talk about that a little bit today. But basically, An upper limit is an unconscious belief that it is not possible for us to feel good or for things to be good all of the time. And you might even be thinking to yourself, yeah, I do have that belief. It can't be good all the time. And so just noticing that and becoming a little bit conscious of those beliefs because this doesn't mean that bad things aren't going to happen, that hard things aren't going to happen, but we get to choose the energy and the mindset that we have through all of the real life things that happen. Life's going to life, life's going to happen and but we get to choose the way that we feel no matter what. And The thing is, we're really quite uncomfortable feeling joy, receiving love, receiving abundance. We think we want all these things, but we actually don't have the capacity to hold them. Okay, we think that we want it, but we are uncomfortable holding it. And so because of that, our comfort zone wants us to stay small. It wants us to live in the predictable realm because they can control that. I say they as if our comfort zone is a person, but it's just far more comfortable to know what's coming, even if the situation is not good. To give you an example, this is why people who grow up in really bad situations often seek out and find those bad situations in their adult life even though their whole life they felt like that's what they wanted to get away from, they manifest that same thing because they're actually more comfortable living in that chaos or that pain than they are living in joy and love. We become addicted to our pain, addicted to our struggle, addicted to our stress, 
So many people are addicted to stress. Oh, I'm so stressed out. I'm so overwhelmed. The thing is, that's their baseline. That's what they're comfortable feeling. And so the upper limits, it's kind of like this thermometer for how much joy, love, abundance, happiness that you're capable of experiencing and receiving. Another example of this is lottery winners. So we've all heard those stories where someone wins the lottery and maybe it's this man from this beautiful family. They don't have a lot, but he has these three kids that he's so close with and his loving wife. They've been married for 40 years. And all of a sudden he wins the lottery and his family stops talking to him. Him and his wife split up. He starts, he gets a gambling addiction. All of a sudden he's lost everything. And the reason that this happens, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of factors that go into it. Every situation so different. But if someone has the identity that they don't have money and that they have all this love and their personal life is so great, but you know, money's tight and money's hard. And that's this identity that they've created. When they step into this new identity of having all this money, not only are they going to be unable to hold it, and that's why they're going to gamble it or spend it all, but they're going to self-sabotage in other areas of their life. Because if one area, if the area that used to be the struggle is now good, they have to sabotage somewhere else. And so then they sabotage the relationships. And I've actually even noticed this, obviously on a smaller level, in my own life, I started noticing that I would have a really great day in my business or my biggest month ever or this huge launch and I would be ready to celebrate. And then my husband would get home and something would happen and we would get into this fight and then I would get in a bad mood and I would say, you know, like this always happens every time I'm in a good mood, something bad happens. And as I started working on myself and what I realized was that I was the one picking the fights. I was picking fights and I was creating problems and I'm sure he's going to love to hear this, but I was the one creating these problems because I was actually reaching my upper limits and feeling so good in one area that I was sabotaging another to, to create this equilibrium. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about upper limits. When we start to reach those upper limits, we will start self-sabotaging. And most of the time, we don't realize we're doing it. Like I said, I had been doing this for who knows how long. And it really took me understanding the work to before I really noticed this and was able to change it. And one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about this was because yesterday was the official launch of the podcast. The podcast went live yesterday. And this is the first episode since the launch. And Yesterday was a great day. I received so much love, so much support, so many beautiful messages, so many people sharing, new followers, all of this positive energy coming my way. And it was amazing, but I felt myself getting, reaching my upper limits. I was feeling so high, but then I started to actually shake. I started to feel like I couldn't breathe. I started to have have some anxiety. 
and feeling like I was going to cry. And I was talking to a girlfriend and she was reflecting, wow, so many people are sharing. This is so amazing. This is so great. Da, da, da. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I've stopped resharing. I, I, I can't reshare all of them. Uh, and she's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed. I, I think I'm, I need to cry or something. And she was like, girl, go cry. And in that moment, I realized what I needed to do. I kind of realized what was happening is that I was, I was reaching that upper limit. I was starting to want to block the love, block the abundance because I was unable to hold it all. And that's not what I want. I want to be able to hold more because if I can't, if I can't expand my capacity to hold, then I won't receive more. And if my goals require me to be able to receive more, then I need to be able to expand that capacity. So I want to walk you through what actually happened after I had this awareness and realized, okay, okay, I'm reaching an upper limit. I need to just take a minute. I need to get in tune with what's going on and process this. So the first thing that I did was I just said, okay, I'm going to cry. And I shared in a previous episode, this used to be something that I couldn't do. And it's still a little bit hard for me, to be honest. Like some people will just break into tears. Like it, it takes almost work for me to do that intentionality. And I I actually set up my camera because I was like, you know what? I'm going to document all of this and I, I might post it. Maybe I'll post it today when this episode drops. But I set up my camera, but I, I wasn't worrying about the camera. And then I just closed my eyes and I, I put my hands over my heart. And I just started breathing and I allowed myself to move into my body to start to feel the the feelings that I was feeling, feeling the overwhelm because I wasn't really sure what it was, right? My logical brain was saying like, oh, okay, yes, you are feeling overwhelmed. You're You're shaking a little bit. You're starting to avoid social media. You're feeling emotional. But I hadn't really tuned into what was the cause of all of it. And so I closed my eyes. I put my hand over my heart. I just started breathing and feeling into my body. And what I really started to feel was that like, I didn't feel safe to feel so loved. It didn't feel safe to feel so loved. I was reaching this capacity for that. And so as I started to do that, I started to get emotional. I started to cry. And then I didn't realize this until I watched the video back, but I was almost like rubbing my hand, like comforting myself. So that first step was the awareness of it. It, This is what I need to do. The second was allowing myself to feel the feelings and feel the discomfort. And I I just started crying. And and as I was crying, I started talking to myself and I'm like speaking words in the video. It was kind of interesting to be able to watch the video back, kind of uncomfortable, but here for the discomfort. And I was saying like, it is safe. I don't know the exact words, but basically saying like, it is safe to be loved. It is safe to receive. And as I was saying that I was crying because it felt unsafe, but allowing myself to feel that and then shifting that and being like, okay, no, it is safe. I can process these emotions around it not feeling safe. And when I say safe, I don't mean this like physical safety. I mean this just discomfort. Like when you're entering this new territory, this territory that feels new, it can feel safe. Something that you've never experienced before can feel unsafe because we don't know what to expect. It's uncharted territory. It might be completely safe. And in this case, of course it is, but it can feel unsafe. So that's what I mean when I say safe. So I just held myself. I just allowed myself to cry. I allowed to hold myself. I allowed myself to remind myself and affirm that it is safe to be loved. And then I just took some deep breaths and I I was feeling calm and I wiped my tears away and I just breathed for a bit and I felt so much better, so much better. And this only took like 
a few minutes. And truly within 10 minutes of that, I have another video where I am just blaring my favorite music and dancing like a crazy person around my living room. And I truly just felt so much joy. Like I had work that I was supposed to be doing and wanted to get done, but I was like, I can't, I'm just dancing. And then I went for a walk and I just, I, I couldn't do anything but things that were like lighting me up because that's how high I felt. And so I wouldn't have been able to allow myself to feel that joy and get to that point had I not felt the emotions that I was feeling so that I could expand that capacity and let that joy in. So it was such a crazy moment and this very real-time healing that I was experiencing yesterday as I did something that I had never done before, which was launch this podcast. And yeah, I just feel so grateful for all the love. Absolutely. And with everything that you do, there is an opportunity to grow and expand. And that's what doing new things is all about. So it's so important to notice and to be aware of our upper limits because otherwise, if I wasn't aware, I would have just self-sabotaged. I would have not looked at my DMs. I wouldn't have been able to engage. I wouldn't have been able to receive. I would have energetically blocked off myself from receiving more and that's self-sabotage. So I needed to move that energy if I wanted to keep growing. And and this, this is something that's a lifetime. It's not like, oh, I've just done it and it's done. This is the lifetime work, right? Work that we have to be doing all the time. But I I was doing it in real time. I was glad that I was able to catch it so quickly. And the truth is, this probably happens on a smaller scale at, like many times during your week. And the quicker that you can catch it, a lot of, when I was first starting to notice these things, it wouldn't be until later that I was like, oh, wow, I really self-sabotaged last week or that launch or looking back. But now I'm able to do it more in real time. But if we don't notice, then we can't shift it and we can't change it. And what I was going to say was that like we're more afraid of success than we are of failure because failure means we get to stay where we are and that's our comfort zone. Whereas success is that uncharted territory. Not that you haven't had success, but that next level success, that new success that holds so many unknowns and it can be very scary for us. And so notice when you are going for goals that are bigger than you are used to or outside of your comfort zone, just be aware of it because it's likely going to show up. So be aware of it in the moment, but also just look at your life and your business right now and notice where you might be blocking yourself. Like the story I told you about how I would pick fights with my husband, like where are times where you're you're remembering, yeah, things were so good, but then they weren't. That is evidence of where you might be blocking yourself, where you might be self-sabotaging. And I know that many people have trouble receiving even the smallest of things. People can't even receive a compliment. They can't even receive a free cup of coffee. So how are they going to receive all of the abundance, all of the financial abundance, all of the love that they want to receive in their business? I had one client who she would reach a goal or she would have something really good happen in her business. Maybe it was signing a big one-on-one client, booking out a program, having an amazing launch. And anytime something really good happened, chaos would ensue in her personal life. And I started to notice this. And so I reflected it to her that she was creating chaos. 
She didn't see it that way, but I had to reflect back, why are you creating this chaos in your life? And what she was able to realize was that she was creating chaos in her life when things were good in her business because that was that coming back to that equilibrium, coming back to that equilibrium, finding that balance of that level of joy and abundance that she was actually capable of holding. So once she realized that, once she realized what she was doing and she could not only become aware so she could catch herself doing it and then hold herself and feel the discomfort, right? Because it's really just like allowing ourselves to feel this discomfort so that we could grow. It's just like working out, building a muscle. It, It hurts when you're lifting those weights, but you have to just hold it. You have to hold it through the pain to be able to grow that capacity. And so when she was able to notice it and she could hold it, hold that before creating the chaos. So that pause in between of being able to stop and be like, okay, don't go create chaos. Don't go flip your lid on your husband or your partner or your family. Hold it. Notice that you're wanting to. And maybe you just need to go cry. Maybe you need to go scream into a pillow. Maybe you need to go for a run to move that energy, to feel the feelings. And so once she was able to notice that, she could stop self-sabotaging her personal life when good things happen in our business. Because what happens is, is when we do that, we then have this story, this belief that when good things happen in our business, shit hits the fan in our personal life. And we think that this is just, this is just the truth. The truth is every time something really good happens in my business, something terrible happens in my personal life. And guess what? If you believe that, you're going to block yourself from receiving in your business because why would you want to receive in your business if you know that something bad's going to happen somewhere else? And that belief, you think it's true because it has proven itself to be true, but that's because life is a mirror of our thoughts. And if you believe that's going to be true, you're going to manifest that into reality. And you do, you have this huge role that you play in it. You think that the chaos is happening And that you have no part in it, but you do. And so because you do, you get to shift that. You get to change that. And when we do, we're able to expand our capacity to receive in all aspects of our life, in our personal life, in our business, in our health. And so today, I wanted to share that story with you in case you might be doing that same thing, whether it's with a goal that you're going after or big moves that you're making right now, I want you to look at your life and think about the areas where you might actually be a little bit nervous to go big and you might feel really uncomfortable going big. And I have some journal prompts for you and I will write them in the show notes so that you can look at them there, but I'll read them out here. And the first one is, how much love and abundance am I willing to allow? So actually getting honest with yourself and maybe feeling into this, like how much love and abundance are you willing to allow yourself to feel? The second, how am I getting in my own way? This is like the story I shared with you about me picking in the fight. Like I was getting in my own way by creating conflict when things went my way. How are you getting in your way? The third question is, am I willing to spend more time each day feeling good? We are addicted to our pain. We are addicted to our struggle. People identify with this feeling of stress and anxiety. 
of struggle. They, they, people truly like this is a identity that they hold and they don't know how to shift it. So it's like, if you can notice that and be like, okay, how much time am I willing to actually feel good? So you can start to push those limits. The fourth question, am I willing to increase the time that things are going well in my life? And the fifth, am I willing to feel good all of the time? This is a big one. Am I willing to feel good all the time? And if you catch yourself thinking that's not possible, just like we talked about at the beginning of this episode, that's not possible. Know that that's a limiting belief coming up for you. No, that's not possible because like bad things are going to happen, but you don't have to let it ruin you. You don't have to let it ruin your entire day. Someone cuts you off. Someone's, you know, spills their coffee on you. You can choose to let that ruin your day, saying bad things always happen to you. Or you can smile and move on with your day and not let it affect your energy. There is a big possibility that your goals are on the other side of your self-sabotaging beliefs, your limiting beliefs, your self-sabotaging patterns. And so I hope that this story of how I worked through my own self-sabotage in on one of the most amazing launch days helps you see where that might be showing up for you and how you can push through it so that you can receive more in your life and in your business. So do those journaling prompts. Let me know what comes up. And know that awareness is so key in healing. And so this is an important step. And I am proud of you for doing this hard work. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It helps so much. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. To join the community and get daily expansive strategies and shifts for entrepreneurs, follow me on Instagram at the Sarah Lambert and send me a DM if you're someone who wants to learn about how to work together on building your profitable and aligned business. Mm-hmm.